0: Welcome to Trail Tales A.R.P., a running podcast for every type of runner, with Sean Sobon and Russell the Runner. Run wild. I love the chase and the hunt, and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want, and I always give it 100. Don't need a bank, or i fund Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always paying for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up, it's got the look at the enemy. Look in the mirror again. It's not working out, maybe it's chemistry. It's time to break up, so what to make a better man? But believe in your mind, because it's everything. You can hold safe, find almost anything. It takes you some time to parody your body, your identity is mind over I trail Tails, ARP family. This is Russell here, Russell the Runner. And I wanted to record a synopsis of my Squamish 50 experience through the mountains, which took place on the weekend of August 19 and 20. I feel immensely grateful for this experience through mountains. It was deeply personal to me, and I know that I have yet to share part of my life journey and a significant part of my life journey with all of you, which took place last year, which I will include in this synopsis. I hope you all find it meaningful and insightful. Let's get started. Two days after the Squamish 50, which again took place on August 19, 20, a couple of weeks ago, it took me a few days at minimum to reflect on when the right time would be for me to write and also record in this verbal recording, my synopsis and reflecting on this incredibly meaningful and deeply personal experience at the Squamish 50. For me personally, there are many different layers and aspects to process in reflecting on everything that the Squamish 50 weekend means to me. And they would be the following layers and aspects and focuses. Number one, the connection between trauma and ultra running in which you will come to understand why this is meaningful and in how it relates to my life and in understanding who I've become through this connection. Number two, what do the mountains mean? How have they changed me as an individual? Number three, while I have been extremely self-reliant in this journey, who are the most important individuals that have played a pivotal role in me processing one specific deeply traumatic experience and in facing my fears of the mountains while fostering the utmost resiliency? Number four, describing my personal experience at the Squamish 50. Furthermore, describing who I've become through all my experiences, including the weekend in Squamish at the Squamish 50. Now that I've been able to identify and summarize the most important focuses and topics of this reflection. Let's dive on in to the synopsis. This next part is deeply personal and I finally feel ready to share this part of my life with all of you and I hope that it helps you all find this deep meaning behind life and how fragile it truly is. On August 5 of last year, 2022, I began an ultramarathon in the lower mainland of BC that traverses through 200 kilometers of mountain ranges while nearly climbing the equivalent of Mount Everest. Approximately 11 hours into this ultramarathon journey, I could not find the next flag or, or course marking. After approximately 18 hours of what turned out to be uh, an experience that was quite dangerous to my life, In these mountain ranges, I somehow, some way found a miracle in a road. Which led me to the first human being I had seen in nearly a day or approximately 20 to 21 hours. From there, I was driven back to society where my life became safe during this past winter once i reached an understanding of how this life-altering experience has truly changed me forever i knew personally i had to face my fear of the mountains again i registered for the squamish 50 ultra marathon For the next six months, I prepared for this mountainous ultramarathon event with a deep personal purpose. With regards to the first aspect of this synopsis, in the original four aspects that I addressed, the first aspect is the connection between trauma and ultramarathoning. My trauma will always be with me it, it won't truly leave the best I can do with it is to foster resiliency and continually and continually prove to myself that I am strong this is where ultra running comes into play to no end for me hence the connection between these two concepts. The Squamish 50 was an amazing opportunity to face my traumatic experience from last year head on, while proving that I am strong through this beautiful sport of ultra running. Moving on to the next and second aspect, which is never complex focus. It is hard to describe the meaning of the mountains. While we understand they are extremely tall in height with significant elevation gain and outside of civilization where natural disasters could truly occur at any point, there is a deeper meaning to them. They are a universe symbol that surpasses ordinary humanity while extending towards the sky and symbolizing constancy permanence motionless and its peak spirituality signifies the state of absolute consciousness Yet as humans, we are able to climb them if we choose. We have the ability to overcome their obstacles. While we may not be at all permanent, they are permanent and we can overcome them while we are here alive. There are Countless individuals who I need to acknowledge that have supported me in this life journey. First and foremost, to no end, my mom has been everything. Of course, she birthed me. She's the reason that I am here on this planet. She has been supportive all of the time as the beyond phenomenal mom she is, while encouraging and embracing me to face the mountains, despite the immense fear and deeply terrifying her for my life last year. The next person is my twin sister. She supported my mom in believing that I would live through my experience last year. We've been connected in life spiritually, always, except for a mere 25 minutes where I waited for her to join me in the world. In every single step, I am connected to my twin. This is a deeply personal and powerful connection that has helped me grow in not just ultra running, albeit who I am as well. To my younger sister, my niece and my nephew and my family as a whole, you are all always with me. I run for you all. You are all everything to me. When I feared for my life. For what seemed like endless seconds. I was terrified of never seeing you all again. Along with all of my close friends, of course. I am the most grateful to continue this journey. With all of you. Next up, I have way too many friends that this truly would go on forever. If I continued on, I will keep it to, there have been so many friends who have been supportive, prayed for me and helped me hugely in my journey. You all know who you are. If you're listening to this, and I am forever grateful to all of you. This past weekend, rather, on the on the weekend of August 19th and 20th, I stood on the start line of the Squamish 50. I told myself one word before starting. Believe. This meant to believe in myself. No matter what happens, you will overcome. While some part of me was afraid after my experience last year in facing mountains again for a long, for a prolonged period of time, again, this year, I knew I would do everything it took to stay safe and most importantly on the designed course. It was then when the event director, Gary Robbins, in his pre-event briefing, said that there will be thousands of markings throughout the entire course, that I felt safe. While Gary doesn't know me personally, and I am one of several hundred lined up at the start, I believe him saying that meant the most to me given my life altering experience last year. We start. I feel this deep sense within myself of this is going to be an incredibly meaningful day where I prove to myself how strong I am. After the first 11 kilometers of road-type sections, we enter the mountainous trails, where I think to myself, this is where you will truly overcome. In those next four kilometers, I was amazed, albeit also expected, the technical, difficult climbs of the Debecks in the Squamish Mountains. We were climbing up big rocks with various roots in the ascents as well. By 17 kilometers, I had already developed stomach issues, I suspect from eating a few bananas a couple hours before we started finally arriving at the second aid station, I told myself, you are going to be okay. You just have to continue. The the stomach problems never left. In fact, it took me until three days after this deeply personal experience through the mountains to be able to eat solid foods again. At around kilometer 21, just after leaving the second aid station, I met this amazing gent named Cody. We spent a huge amount of kilometers together, telling stories and talking about our life journeys. He made the day much more enjoyable through great conversation. After leaving the fourth aid station at kilometer 37, Cody, Cody and I braced ourselves for the massive mountainous climb of the Galactic Shies, which tops out at after 2,500 feet of ascent. This climb truly took something out of both him and I. While it was not technical, it felt never ending, especially without polls logistically. One of the things that I appreciate about Cody is that this day was deeply personal and incredibly meaningful to me. And Cody, being as awesome as he is, he. he He made me laugh many times. At the top of the Galactic Shies climb, he took out a chocolate cake and started eating it. (laughs) He made me laugh so hard. And it was then after conquering the biggest climb that we did, I truly knew today, no matter what adversity could come, that it is all positive and we are going to do this however two kilometers later while descending a technical trail in which this was frequent frequent given these mountainous given this mountainous environment i had a fall thankfully it was quite minor albeit i swallowed a bit of dust from the ground this made it harder to drink after this at around the kilometer 44 point. As ultras go, it's truly all the ups and downs one can imagine. I scraped myself up and kept going. With it being harder to drink, of course my pace slowed. Reaching a civilized place in the Quest University aid station at kilometer 53. I had lost a good amount of time. It took me three hours to cover the last 13 kilometers. It was in what was also very difficult, narrowly terrain in which most of this course involved that. I continued to have a hard time drinking, albeit I was able to drink some, thankfully. Getting to the 62 kilometer aid station given how my pace had slowed in the past 18 kilometers from having a hard time being able to drink albeit being able to drink some to continue on thankfully i only had one hour and 35 minutes to cover the next eight kilometers to make the final cutoff at the last aid station in which this section had a good amount of technical climbs. I moved with a purpose and thought to myself, I need to make this for me, for my life. I made it to the final aid station with 13 minutes to spare. I felt so happy. I said, this is it. Only 11 kilometers to the finish and me overcoming this deeply personal journey. In that final section, I felt so alive. I ran with enthusiasm and a deep spiritual sense inside myself while covering the last technical climbs. We finally reached the road for the last three kilometers returning to civilization. Throughout these last 3K, I felt this deep spirituality inside myself as I ran efficiently to the end. Crossing that line was a deeply personal moment where I showed to myself, I truly am made of resiliency and iron. No one can take this from me. The biggest takeaway, the mountains haven't conquered me. I can't thank you all enough for listening to this verbal, deeply personal recording, I'm in love with myself for who I've become through my journey. I look forward to the future that I have in this endlessly beautiful sport of ultra running in 26 days I will be pursuing my next 100 plus mile ideally my second plus 100 plus mile journey and that will be deeply personal and incredibly meaningful as well Thank you all again for listening, and I hope you all have a nice day. And that's a wrap on this episode of Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast from Sean Sobon and Russell the Runner. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at trail underscore tales underscore ARP. Check out our YouTube channel at Trail Tales ARP, and you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Catch you next time. Run wild.